Praise the Lord. You are listening to a word from the Lord, a radio and internet ministry of the Refuge Temple Church of Burlington, North Carolina. Refuge Temple Church is located in the heart of Burlington, NC at 152 North Main Street. Our pastor is Bishop Reginald J. Davis. Refuge Temple Church is a spirit-filled, Bible-believing, multicultural ministry ordained by Jesus Christ to serve him, his kingdom, and the community from Main Street to the world. We welcome you to join us now for anointed music and the word of God. 13, and we'll begin reading at verse number 17. Thank you so much, those who are watching us live on Facebook. We appreciate your continued support of ministry. And if you are watching on Facebook, if you would share it with somebody so they can join and be a part of today's worship. Numbers chapter number 13. Notice if you would verse number 17. And Moses sent them to spy out the land of Cana and said unto them, get ye up this way southward and go up into the mountain and see the land and what it is and the people that dwelleth therein, whether they be strong or weak, few or many. And what, the land, and what the land is that they dwell in, whether it be good or bad, and what cities they be that dwell in, whether in tents or in strongholds. And what the land is, whether it be fat or lean, whether there be wood therein or not, that ye be of good, and be ye of good courage, and bring of the fruit of the land. Now the time was the time of the first ripe grapes. God bless you. You can be seated. I want to talk to you for a little bit from the subject. Before you go, can before you go, can you see? Vision is so important to the function of life and being able to see or being able to compensate for the struggles with one's eyesight are essential for safety, essential for the quality of life, essential for the progress in life. I have had to wear some form of corrective lenses for most of my life. I discovered through just the ordinary school vision test that I couldn't see. It was going around and reading and doing what I had to do, but one day the nurse came by and tested my eyes and called my mother and said, Reggie has a problem with his vision. And so since I was about 10 years old, I've worn glasses. And, um, you know, as my basic issue was nearsightedness. And all of us who are about my age know that another situation steps in about middle age. And then somewhere around my 45th birthday, they said, Mr. Davis, you need one kind of lens on the top. Come on, somebody. Another kind of lens on the bottom. All right, don't act like I'm the only one. Come on, somebody. And, and, and because we want to respect your vanity, we're going to not put the line there. Come on, somebody. Because some of you remember the line bifocals, and you knew people that had it. And I've never worn line bifocals. Just wouldn't wear it. I said, I need you to get that line. I don't care what it costs to get that line off that lens. I, need, I don't need people to know. So I'm disclosing some stuff today. I don't need people to know that I, I, I need that kind of assistance. But the, the, the blessing of sight is something that most of us, I believe, appreciate. 
we appreciate being able to see, and we also can appreciate when, for whatever reason, our sight is hindered. And I, I, I spent last night just looking up some common eye conditions. There is the condition that is astigmatism, which is a vision condition that causes blurred vision due to either the irregular shape of the cornea or curvature of the lens inside the eye. When you suffer from astigmatism, your eyeball is curved in such a way that it makes your vision blurry. Some of us that are a little bit older know this condition called a cataract, which is a cloudy or opaque area of a normally clear lens. And so you've gone in for cataract procedures, they cut it out with a laser, it's simple, and people remark, I've never seen so well in my life. My grandmother suffered from a condition called glaucoma, which is a group of disorders leading to progressive damage of the optic nerves. It is characteristic by a loss of nerve tissue that causes vision loss. And what people with glaucoma see is gradually the, 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 the view gets smaller because the glaucoma builds, the pressure builds, the condition kill, kills nerve endings, and um, the vision becomes inhabited. I told you I'm nearsighted, which means that I can see things closer, but things that praise our God, are far away, get fuzzy. And so if I take my glasses off, most of you would be just pretty fuzzy people out there in the congregation because I'm myopic. Some people have what's called um, hyperopia, which is a vision condition in which the distant objects are clear, but the close objects are blurred. And that was something funny about Charity and myself. When we first got married, we discovered that I was nearsighted and she was farsighted. And she could see stuff way out the way, but right there in front of her, she had, you need to read this. Hallelujah. And then I was the one that I could see it close by, but if it was distant, baby, what's that out there? So we, we were a good team because one of us was nearsighted and one of us was farsighted. Now both of us wear bifocals. But in any event, <laughs> That's the nature of life. That's the nature of life. Everybody dealing with vision. And, and vision is so important that they won't let you drive until they check your eyes. Come on, somebody. I, I don't care how well you do on the book work. Before they give you a license, somebody's going to check to see if you can see. And if you can't see on your own, they're going to say, put your glasses on. And if you're like me, you have a corrective lens restriction on your glasses, meaning that you can't drive without them. And if you drive without your glasses, it is tantamount to driving without a license. And, and, and so I'm using all of this because I want to make sure that we understand the need for vision. Because if you're going to be a driver, you got to be able to see. If you're going to be a lookout, you got to be able to see. And if you're going to be a spy, come on somebody, you got to be able to see. The first prerequisite for being a good spy is do you have good vision? And spiritual vision is more important than natural vision. And it's one thing, and it's a sad thing to be naturally somehow inhibited visually and to be naturally blind, but it's the worst thing. It's the worst thing to be spiritually blind. And so often in, in, in my life, in my walk, I encounter people that are spiritually blind. Now, the dangerous thing about spiritual blindness is that some of us are blind and don't even know it. Come on, somebody. Some of us can't see and don't even know it. Some of us miss what God is doing and don't even know it. We miss the move of God. We miss the work of God. We miss what God is trying to show us. And, and, and the most dangerous thing is to be spiritually blind trying to lead somebody else. 
Come on here, somebody. The Bible said if the blind lead the blind, they all fall in the ditch. If you can't see, you can't get in front of me. Come on, somebody. If you can't see, you can't lead me anywhere because I can't afford to fall out because I'm dealing with somebody that is blind. And, and, and what are you saying? Why are you saying all of this? Because the text that we deal with is dealing with 10 men who, although they had natural sight, were spiritually blind. Oh, hallelujah. And, and why are these 10 men significant? These 10 men are significant because these 10 men talked a, a, a million people out of their blessing. Now, now I, I need us to be clear because I still believe that God is going to do something great in the midst of the pandemic. In fact, I believe God is already doing something great in the midst of the pandemic. But I don't want the pandemic to blind us from the move and the hand of God. I don't want the pandemic. Pandemic. I don't want the fact that we got to wear masks in church to blind us from the fact that God is still moving in the church. I, I, I don't want the fact that we have to check temperatures to blind us from the fact that God is about to do something great in the body of Christ. I, I came today as a prophet because I think it's important even in difficult times that we hear a, a prophetic word. And as I was praying, God told me that the second half of this year is going to be a game changer. Oh, hallelujah. I don't know who that for and I've got, I'm not saying that all of a sudden Corona's going to disappear but I believe something great's going to happen in the second half of this year. The first half has been challenging times that we have never seen before but I'm thanking God because he kept us and he brought us through. Somebody give God the glory because he kept us. Oh Satama. Oh God we came all the way from January to June but God hand of mercy. Some of us were at the point of death but God kept you and I wouldn't dare to come in this church and not let you praise the Lord just for being alive. I wouldn't let you walk in this house. Oh God, there was no need to come in here to look at each other, but I need everybody that's thankful to open your mouth right now and give God a thank you praise. Lord, you've been good to me. I could have been gone. I could have been gone, but God, you've been good. I've got to give you the glory. Oh, hallelujah. But why would God keep us if he wasn't about to bless us? Okay, that went over somebody's head. Why would God keep us if he wasn't about to bless us? Oh, God, we ain't touching no neighbors, but just look to somebody and say, God's going to bless you. Oh, hallelujah. Tell them God's going to bless you. Oh, hallelujah. God preserved you for such a time as this because he plans to bless you. But some of us are going to miss the blessing because we don't have the right vision. Everybody talked about 2020 being the year of vision and cynics. When Corona broke out, the cynics got loose and said, I'm going to get all these preachers that said 2020 was the year of vision. Yes, I'm still seeing in 2020. You know what? I'm seeing the mercy of God. I'm seeing the favor of God. I'm seeing the hand of God over the people of God. 
Oh God, some of us ought to be rejoicing because we haven't been inside of our jobs in months but still got paychecks. Oh, 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 see, 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 y'all want to act like you ain't been inside that office, you haven't done, you've worked from home in your pajamas, in your fluffy slippers and still getting paid, you ought to be giving God the glory. Oh, hallelujah, I've been in education most of my life, never knew what it was like to work from home but when they shut the school down, they said, Davis, just show up on the Zooms and you can work from the house and I've gotten paid every single because God is a good God and God is a provider oh hallelujah walking when you gotta go out here's God taking care of you here's God protecting you and so here we are in the midst of this pandemic seeing God's mercy and I need the church to recognize because the world wants us to complain and to be a group of angry, bitter people. But I wish somebody in the Lord's house and somebody watching right now by Facebook would just open your mouth and give God the best praise you can put out of your mouth. Oh, hallelujah, just give him the best praise. Lift your hands, and give God the glory because he's good. So, what's the necessity? Here are 10 men who have been charged to go, and it was 12 actually, but I want to focus on the 10 that couldn't see. Here are 12 men. The Lord speaks to Moses at the beginning of chapter 13 and says, pick out one man from every tribe. Pick out a ruler, pick out a leader, pick out these men and send them into the land of Canaan. And they had a very simple assignment. They were to go by way of the mountains and just see the land. They were to look at the people, they were to assess the land, they were to assess the people, they were to assess the environment and bring back the fruit of the land. Twelve men are selected. These are leaders among the people. And sometimes, let me just say this, there's an assumption that position provides vision. But I know a lot of people who are in position but they have no vision. Come on somebody. And just having a title doesn't mean you can see. And just having a title doesn't mean that God is dealing with you. Oh, hallelujah. That's why I'd rather talk to somebody that knows how to get a prayer through than talk to somebody with a fancy title. Come on, somebody, because titles don't impress me if I need a miracle. Titles don't impress me if I need a breakthrough. Titles don't impress me if I need to hear from God. And just because you have a title doesn't mean God is dealing with you and doesn't mean God is speaking to you. So it's important that we understand that these men were rulers, but they lack vision. And you can be a leader and lack vision. And that fact separates leaders from managers. Some of us are just managers. We know how to run stuff. We know how to make stuff go. But a leader knows how to get you from where you are to where God wants you to be. A leader knows how to take what is raw and take what is broken down and take what even other people have despised and make something out of it. And so when you have a leader, oh God, you got somebody that can see beyond what is right now. And I need somebody to have in their faith that God is going to move beyond right now. 
right now has been challenging. Right now has been difficult. Right now has been, praise our God, something we have never dealt with in our lives. But I'm thanking God that he's a God above right now. And he's the very God of change. Anybody know God can turn stuff around? And God can change what was into what he desires it to be. So I'm giving God the glory, not just for right now, but I'm giving God the glory for Shelby. Somebody clap your hands and thank God for the Shelby. Oh God, I have not seen and ear have not heard and neither has it entered the heart of men what God's prepared for those that love him. I got, I still believe God that one, one blast of the mouth of God can blow Corona off the planet. One blast of God's nostril. If God starts walking through the hospital, folk are going to leave I see you. If God starts walking in bedrooms, God starts walking in houses, he's going to heal bodies. In fact, the Lord is a healer right now. That's why you're still alive. Because God is a healer. Somebody put your hands together. Shout hallelujah. Yeah. Oh God. Oh God. Before you go, can you see? You got an assignment to look at the promised land. You got an assignment to bring back the fruit. You got an assignment to look at the enemy and see what the enemy has in terms of a threat. But they missed the last thing. Those ten evil spies missed the last thing that Moses said. Moses says, be of good courage. You're going to see cities. You're going to see warriors. You're going to see giants. But be of good courage. Because if God is with me, if God is with me, it doesn't what the enemy looks like I can go in the enemy's camp and take what belongs to me if God is with me if God is with me I can face any giant if God is with me they might be held up in walled cities but if I praise him the walls gotta come down if God is with me no weapon they can have chariots they can have spears but if God is with me no weapon that is formed against me shall be able to prosper when the enemy comes in like a flood the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard before you go can you see Bishop, I can see. I see angels on my right. I see angels on my left. I see angels camped around me. I see angels in the atmosphere. And before the enemy can come for me, he's got to get through the angel. Shout hallelujah. What do you see, Bishop? I see high places coming down. I see valleys filling up. I see crooked being made straight. What do you see, Bishop? I see the fruit of the land. I see the blessings of the God. All these blessings shall come on thee, overtake thee. What do you see, Bishop? 
see showers of blessings. What do you see, Bishop? I see deliverance. What do you see, Bishop? I see healing. What do you see, Bishop? I see deliverance. What do you see, Bishop? I see your mama saved, your daddy saved, your children saved, your spouse saved. What do you see, Bishop? I see backsliders coming back to the altar. What do you see, Bishop? I see sinners getting washed in the blood. What do you see? Hey, God. What do you see? What do you see? If you don't see anything, don't do anything. But if you can see the Lord blessing you right now, give God your best. Give him your best. If you can see him working, if you can see him healing, if you can see him delivering, if you can see him touching, don't just sit there and lose the victory. Give God the best. Oh God, give God the best. Oh God, I get it. They said don't do a whole lot of chanting. That's why we don't have a choir right now. Praise team six feet apart. But there's a lot of ways to praise the Lord that don't involve your mouth. Come on somebody. I can lift up my hands. Oh Shakama. I can lift up my hands. And I ain't touching nobody but Jesus. I can lift up my hands. I can pick up my foot. Put it down. I ain't touching nobody. I ain't doing nobody no harm. Oh, Shadama. But everybody find a contactless way that you don't touch nobody but Jesus. But do something right now and give God the best praise that you got. Cause I see, 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 oh God, oh God. Go, 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 glory, yes, God, oh, hallelujah, oh, God, Oh God, don't move toward nobody, but just holler at them and say, I can see what the Lord is doing in my life. I can see what the Lord is doing in my life. I can see. I can see what the Lord is doing. I can see it. I can see it. I see healing. I see deliverance. 
I see God making a way. I see God moving high places. I see God filling up valleys. I see it, I see it, I see it. 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 Woo, Shatama Satanae. Glory. Oh, bless his name. Glory. Somebody shout hallelujah. <laughs> Let me give you this. And then I'm done for real. If you're looking at a challenge, you need to be nearsighted rather than farsighted. See, the 10 spies that brought back the evil report were farsighted because the enemy looked greater than their God. How many of y'all looked at stuff and what the devil was showing looked greater than the God you were serving? But if I'm nearsighted and God is my refuge and my strength, and he's a very present help in the time of trouble. That means if I'm looking at the enemy, my God is greater than my enemy. My God is bigger than my enemy. My God is stronger than my enemy. My God is more powerful than my enemy. Anybody here serve a great God? Give God a great praise. If he's a great God. Oh, hallelujah. That's why your Bible says, come on, stand, I'm done. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make a boast in the Lord. Somebody say something right now that brags on God. Come on, say something right now that brags on God. Say something. He's a healer. He's a deliverer. He's a way maker. He's never failed me. He's never come short of his promise. Oh God, he's a way maker. Oh, Shanarabasitama. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify. You know what magnify means? It means to make bigger. That means you need to praise God until he is bigger than anything that you're dealing with right now. Oh, I need you to praise him until he's bigger than your affliction. I need you to praise him until he's bigger than your circumstance. I need you to bless him until he's bigger than your trouble. Oh, Our God is greater. Our God is stronger. Woo, God, our God is greater. Our God is stronger. So before you go, God is, listen to me, in the next few days, God's going to show somebody that's watching, somebody that's here, something. God's going to let you see something. And the Lord wanted me to warn you before you get to see it, that when you look at that thing, that's going to be a blessing and a challenge. See, some people want to be blessed, but they don't want to be challenged. You got to be challenged to be blessed. Come on, somebody. That's why some of us never get any further in life. Why? Because we limit our challenges. And anytime we face a challenge, we just reduce it 
and reduce it and reduce it because we really are afraid to go further. But when you face something that's bigger than you, stop looking at you and look at the God you serve. Bishop Lawson said this one time. He said, why ask God for a toothpick when he owns the whole lumber yard? Come on, somebody. We ask God for small things because we think that's all we can do. Yes, that's all you can do. But with God, all things. Somebody shout all things. All things are possible. Oh, hallelujah. We're going to pray. Those that are watching, we're going to pray. If you have a need, we're not laying hands, but if you have a need, just step in the aisle where you are and we're going to pray. We're going to pray. We're going to pray. We're going to pray. And God's going to deliver. That's right. Anybody else need prayer? Anybody else need prayer? Anybody else need prayer? Bless you. Anybody else need prayer? Here's what I'm excited about. And, and, and this season, I see some. This season says this to us, that maybe a man can't touch you. But the hand of God can touch you. Right where you are. His arm is not short that he cannot save. Here, ear is open to our cry. Lord, you see those that are standing in the aisle in the sanctuary those that are watching us online need a blessing as well God would you just right now stretch out your hand God would you right now stretch out your hand God would you right now stretch out your Oh God, your hand in the name of Jesus. Healing, deliverance, yokes destroyed, hearts lifted, provision made, doors open. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Shatananamasa. Demons tremble at that name. Demons run. Demons release at that name. So, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Shatamasatanayeshe. Do it right now, God. Do it right now. Do it right now. Do it because we know you're able. Hey, God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Everybody with faith, come on, give God. We sincerely hope that you were blessed by this broadcast today. If you desire prayer or want more information about our church, please call us at 336-570-3664. Again, that's 336-570-3664. You can also go to our website for more information about our ministry at www 
RefugeTempleNC.com. Again, that's www.RefugeTempleNC.com. Pastor Reginald and Lady Charity Davis and the Refuge Temple family would like to invite you to worship with us whenever you are in the Burlington area. If this ministry has blessed you, please write to us at P.O. Box 3552, Burlington, N.C., 27215. That's P.O. Box 3552, Burlington, N.C., 27215. Or email us, info at refugetemplenc.com. That's info at refugetemplenc.com. God bless you, and until next time, shalom, shalom.